Hello, welcome to Train of Thought. My name's Rob Tobias, and with me today is my friend Michael Hall. Hello, Michael. Well, hello, Rob. You know, I'm impressed. I hadn't realized you had Go-Go Girls dancing to your theme song in the studio. Well, it's just a, a train thing. They're not really Go-Go Girls. They're... Um, gone Gone Girls? Gone Gone Girls, yeah. <laughs> They're, tell the listeners... Um, a little bit about where you're coming from with your music. And you, you do a lot of things, actually. You've helped me with video. You yeah. do. Uh, but um, where's your, uh, what's your earliest music influence? In, you know, what, what, what keeps you going with music? Well, my earliest musical influence was my mother. We were a military family, and we used to ride around the country uh, going to bases. Uh, and... Uh, Naturally, my brothers and I were tucked way in the back of the station wagon. My big sister got the, the seat behind the driver's seat, and mom and dad would be in front, and they'd play the radio, and every time Patsy Cline came on, she'd holler for me. And I'd climb up to the front, and she taught me to sing harmonies nice. with Patsy Cline. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you've done, I know you've done kind of uh, theatrical stuff. You've done yep. things for the, uh, nursing homes, Alzheimer uh, right. community. Um, what am I missing? Uh, well, <laughs> a lot. Um, I, I've had a pretty varied career. Uh -huh. um, I started performing when I was 10 in music uh -huh. uh, and uh, had the strange opportunity to sing with one of the well-known bands of the folk era and uh, liked it so much that I decided I was going to become a musician. What band was that? Uh, it was a band called the New Christie Minstrels. Oh, yeah. yeah. And they just, uh, I don't know why, but because I was a kid, so I didn't hear all the machinations behind it, but I got to ask if I could do a couple of shows with them because mm -hmm. I believe their soprano was out and I sang high soprano in boys' choirs. And where were you? Where'd you grow up? In Hawaii. Oh, I grew up on military bases all over the world. Oh, wow. Um, mm -hmm. I lived in 50 homes before I was 17. My right. father worked for the Joint Chiefs of Staff as a nuclear safety inspector, uh, but he started out flying biplanes before World War II. Maybe, maybe that's why you can relate, relate to that. I'm a poor wayf wayfaring stranger. Oh, You've been you singing that one uh, lately. You want to yeah. give us a little bit of that, sure. that song? That's, I'd love that's a to. good song. Seems like it, it maybe fit something in your in your historical uh, it does being. it does indeed you know and strangely enough this song was actually written in the early part of the uh, 19th century and it's been changed and changed through the years until it's now my version i am a poor wayfaring stranger just traveling through this world below there is no sickness no cares or danger on that bright land to which i go i'm going there to see my father and all my loved ones who have gone I'm just going over Jordan Oh, I'm just going over home I'm 
dark clouds will gather round me I know my road is hard and steep but future's fields they will surround me where God redeems their vigil keep I'm going said she'd meet me when I come. Oh, I'm just going over Jordan. Oh, I'm just going over home. Oh, I'm just going over Jordan. Oh, I'm just going. That's a that's a good uh, good folk song. Good folk song, yeah. I'm actually I've got a show um, coming up this Wednesday, November 11th. Uh-huh. At four o'clock, I'll be doing a, uh, just a half hour set online for the Two Blue Rose uh, concert series. Tell tell me a little more about Two Blue Rose. I know they that, that was a, a local woman who was connected with a, a, the folk scene who was doing shows here in Eugene for a while. Right. Well, she's she comes up out of Los Angeles. Um, she did a lot in the music industry down there, and she decided to move up here. Mm-hmm. Um, and the nature of anybody in music is you never want to stop. So she started the uh, the concert series, Two Blue Rose concert series and has brought in artists from all over the country um, to play. But, of course, when coronavirus hit and we were all shut down, everybody scrambled, and she's come up with a series of shows. Yeah. Um, how could someone find you? Uh, when and, and where? Uh, that's this week. If you Yes, if you look on Facebook for Michael Hall, mm-hmm. um, it'll be on at 4 o'clock this Wednesday. Wednesday, four o'clock on on Facebook. On Facebook, okay. On the eleventh, and uh, and two, of course, two blue roses. Two blue roses, mm-hmm. and you can find that on their channel as well. Cool. Yeah, it should be fun. Yeah, uh, and let's see. We're breathing easier a little bit, maybe because of the um, election. It was just a, a week ago. Well, you know, it's funny. I was when I was coming over, I, I saw Snoopy on top of his doghouse doing the happy dance. <laughs> yeah, I, I a few people have been doing the happy dance, but we're still for a little uncertain time at the moment as we speak because uh, the president has not conceded and is um, going to play this out in a way we've never seen before. That that sure seems to be the way of it. Um, mm-hmm. And what bothers me the most, you know anticipating that that our current president was going to react the way he did was easy any anybody could do that as the votes came in i had a vision of a little boy in the oval office stomping his feet and going in circles going not fair not fair um i mean he said it it's not like a mystery he said uh you know, if I win, it's a, it's a fair election. If I don't win, um, it's rigged. It, it's rigged. Yeah, so yeah. He's pretty and, much said that. Well, he he telegraphed everything he did. Yeah. Um, he he actually has most of his uh, um, presidency, which I think is kind of ironic because one of the 
speeches that he gave before he became president was how people shouldn't reveal what they're going to do in advance. Yeah. You know, it's exactly. giving information to the enemy. In the military, And yeah. he tells everybody yeah, everything. He, he does telegraph things. Uh, oh. But what, what bothers me the most and what is, what is bewildering is not Donald Trump's behavior. He's one person. It's the behavior of the GOP as a yeah. whole. Yeah. Because, you know, this is the party of Lincoln. And this is not the party of Lincoln anymore. Why are they not standing up for what they know is right, moral Cause, and ethical. Because he's their guy. I mean, obviously I in the primary when they were running against him, these people, you know, they said, this guy's a moron, this guy's a narcissist, this guy will be no good for us. And then he got himself elected. And now it's this and, guy's uh, my boyfriend. Exactly. I'm, <laughs> I'm with this guy all the way. Yeah, know? I don't understand it because, <laughs> you know, I'm a believer in civility. Even if I believed in every single thing Donald Trump said he wanted to do, mm -hmm. I would not vote for him because of his lack of civility. Yeah. He doesn't have the social skills you need if you're going to perform in an international market representing our nation. And, and, yeah. and I'm bewildered. I think that's what was on the ballot a lot. Uh, there's a lot of us that didn't want Biden or Harris, for that matter. No, for they, the, they weren't my people. Yeah. But but if you stack them up against against Trump, they're, they're at least people that, that you, it seems like you might be able to talk to her there aren't aren't just going to spew lies you know well i i at one point i said it and i stand by it i would rather have a dancing monkey <laughs> than this man who's in there right now who will lock children in cages after he takes them away from their parents yeah. and then not know where they're supposed to be yeah what yeah that, that's really bothersome I wonder if he's going to, you know, actually bring progressives into the cabinet. That that will be interesting to see what direction uh, that Biden goes in terms of, you know, who he's got around him. I, I know, that, you know, the Congress and if the Senate is, you know, still in Republican hands, which it most likely will be. We don't know. There's still hope we can push. I know a lot of people are writing, writing cards to yep. people in Georgia right now. And I think that's what what we've seen with Trump is that he's given the corporate um, world everything they've wanted, and right. and um, this country, and and dismantled the government to such a degree that it almost doesn't exist. And uh, I think that's if hope were some of the hope with the Biden administration, we will see, is that uh, some of these regulations, um, you know. We have to show people that government can work. Yes. You know, it's not it's not evil. Uh, you know, I, I don't think it's everything. You know, it, we have to, obviously it has to work in tandem with private um, private society and right. business and, and corporations. But it shouldn't be the, you know, everything unhinged uh, because obviously we have an environmental crisis that we can't just let everybody pollute to their heart's degree because um, we, just can't. we won't have a world. Well, there's an old saying, which is, you know, um, I'll rephrase it, but you don't do your business where you sleep, <laughs> yeah. you know, and that's what we're doing as a world yeah. is we are fouling our nest. Yes. And, and I'm hearing reaction because um, President-elect Biden has indicated his 
he's not happy with the oil industry, with with the way we're doing things, and we need to get to renewable people. And everybody, people are screaming, "Our jobs, our jobs!" Yeah. Well, the fact is, a new industry taking care of our environment is more jobs, more business. Right. Even if there wasn't an environmental crisis, doing the things we need to do to solve climate change mm-hmm. or to mitigate it are still good things to do all on their own because we only have so much oil. There's only so much, and we do need it. Yeah. And so let's conserve it. And he's not going to... Biden's not the kind of guy that's going to just stop the oil industry. I mean... Well, he can't. He can't. He's only the president. (laughs) And and it is what our economy is running on right now. And... But it's it's like the big ship that takes a long time to turn. But you just got to start somewhere, and at least he's giving lip service, and hopefully more than that, to say, "Hey, it's time that we develop other ways of doing things that don't involve fossil fuel." And, it's true, and we've we started. Need- we've started, but we need incentive. You need that's where you put tax. You put government money behind that and you encourage right. that and you and you nurture that and we've under this last four years that's just gone away none of that has happened that's correct and and you know it's it reminds me in a way of the original space program right Ori- most people don't seem to remember this but originally when the space program was started we all look at the the film of of kennedy saying you know we're going to do this not because it's easy but because it's hard, yeah. and so on, and all of that upbeat that we now see. But at the time, there was a huge protest over the amount of money we were spending. My God, we're throwing it away. And not too many years ago, I heard that same thing. We're throwing away our money on the space program. And what people are not connecting with is that what we're doing right now over the air with the technology we have is because of the space program. When you look at your phone, it's because of the space program. Right. When you look at your computer, it's the space program. And it is in so many areas. When you go have surgery, everything, when you look at the news, is all sprung from this wasted money that actually generated an entirely new economy. Yeah. Um, and imagine what we could do if we were doing with cl- dealing with climate change in the same way the technology that would improve our lives, not just the planet, but our lives yeah. as individuals. Um, I'm going to just shift this so we sure. can get another song in. And uh, um, because it's this in-between time we're in right now, in-between administrations, we're at the end of this crazy 2020 Um why don't you give us uh, this is your time because you this is uh, this is our time together, and it's a unique time in history, uh, and we have to make the most of it. Whether it means pressuring uh, those voters in Georgia to come on, let's flip the Senate and really get some uh, new agendas going, or yep. uh, whatever it takes. Um, this is your time. Tell this us a little bit about time. this one, early, or just sing it. I don't. I don't. Whatever you like. I think I'll just sing it. I think it speaks for itself, as, as songs should. Yeah. You want to jump in on the piano, or should I just do it solo? Um, I'll jump in because we've been working on it together. So I'll, while you're getting yourself set up, I'll, I'll say a little bit about it. Uh, I wrote this song after a. a 
friend of ours passed, and she was a very vibrant individual who battled cancer heroically and kept such a positive attitude. And everyone in this life loses people they care about. And I had to respond to it. So here it is. This is your time. This is your time. This is your time. This is your place. This is your place. Well, this is that moment with the sun shining on your face. You breathe in and taste the air. You feel the wind dancing in your hair. This is your day. This is your day. Well, this is your night. This is your night. The rest are just memories or hopes. They vanish from our sight. Here's your dreams. They're just for you. And with your hopes, I hope they all come true. Bye. 
We are the trees, the streams, the air. And though you think I won't be with you, I will still be here. Hey, thanks for joining me on that. Yeah, we're still working on it a little bit, but... Yeah, yeah. Got you good, sound good. It's got a good feel, that song. Um, this is your time. This is your time. Just this one day, this one moment. <laughs> uh, All the rest are memories yeah. or hopes. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, as you get older, that's y- y- you feel the preciousness of each moment, I think, yeah. even more. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and cherish the memory, cherish what you've done. But, you know... Um, You've got some kids out there, and you know they, there's a responsibility. There's a a feeling um, for what we want to leave behind. I think. Yeah, yeah, I th- I think so too. Um, you know, I I'm always leaving things behind everywhere I go. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is true. You know, uh, I remember when I was a, a young person, which I'm I'm not nearly as young as I used to be, um, but I'm as young as I'll ever be right now. Um, but I remember how important uh, all of that was. Mm-hmm. Just recognizing that I'm now going to be taking over. Right. These problems are not my dad's problems <laughs> or my granddad's problems. Now they're my problems. Yeah. And so here we are. I'm at the end of my working career. I. I like to say that I'm retired at the end of every day, um, and uh, and it is our kids' burden now. But we're still here to help, and so I'm going to stomp around as much as I can, making a difference. I was uh, out of town when this news came down that uh, Biden had won the election, and I just felt like a lot of people I wanted to do a little dance yeah that's, <laughs> do a that's little it. jig and uh um boy um there was a lot of uh release so I think a lot of people are, are breathing easy we're not there yet you know I'll feel a lot better once he's gone uh, really out of the house uh out of that white house I think they're gonna have to do a lot of sanitizing in that white house <laughs> and a lot of uh maybe bring in some uh, Native Americans to do some uh, you know, sage, whatever. <laughs> well, you know, for years I used to say that the problem we have with a lot of our world leaders is when they meet, they're all so grumpy to each other. And that what they really need, just like kids, is a nap and a binky. <laughs> and I think that maybe that's what we need to give Donald Trump. Yeah. Just give him a nap and a binky and, and send him on his way. <laughs> anyway, I know you have a little jump up, um, celebratory kind of a tune that might be, might be good for this moment of, yeah. um, you know... Ding dong, the witch is dead, kind of a thing. Yeah, this is a this is a song that is is asking you to jump up and dance, and uh, and so here we go. It's called Jump Up. I wrote it uh, because not enough people were jumping up and dancing at shows. In the evening, the sun going down on the week. There comes a time you need a little relief from your problem. 
But there's this place I know It's a little cabaret Head to my favorite booth And then the band begins to play I Jump up and kick my feet She gotta get the woman opposite Jump up the moment move you when you're feeling low down when you've had a week of broken plans if life is a headache it can be a headache if life is a headache that's the time to find a band where you take somebody in your arms what we need to do now is jump up and celebrate hope for a new America. Yes, there ought to be a rainbow. That's, there ought to be a rainbow. Thank you, Michael. Um, I've been talking to and listening to Michael Hall. He's going to do a show this coming Wednesday. November 11th. November 11th, uh, 4 o'clock on Facebook. Look for Michael Hall, Two Blue Roses. Thanks for tuning in to Train of Thought. Till next time, see you then. Train of Thought can be heard on KEPW 97.3 in Eugene. It's also posted on soundcloud.com slash Rob Tobias. For comments and suggestions, email rob at robtobias.com.